everybody, and welcome to the newest edition of Sounds from the Locker Room. This is following the 2-1 win over the Vancouver Canucks on Monday, February 4th. The Flyers won with goals from Sean Couturier and Jake Voracek. It was their 200th win of franchise history, and they were the first expansion-era franchise to reach that milestone. Claude Giroux also played his 791st game as a Flyer, which bumped him into third place of all time in game play, games played for the Flyers. And Carter Hart, well, he's our baby. His seventh consecutive victory, becoming just the fourth NHL goaltender to post a streak of seven or more wins before his 21st birthday. First, we're going to start off with Sean Couturier, who had a goal on the second power play unit. He was asked, what do you think it's done for the team moving you to the second power play? And do you think it's balanced out the two units? Uh, it seems like it. Um, you know, whether it's the first first unit scoring or, or the second, uh, you know, carrying over after first dozen, uh, you know, maybe we've been, been scoring. So um, I guess we can say maybe it's, it's balanced out. I don't know. Was, was it tough to not take that as a demotion? Obviously, everyone's been a top unit, but it seems like that's kind of, as Sam said, just balance things out. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all about winning. Uh, obviously, power play wasn't, wasn't rolling, so, um, you know, anything, you got to try something, you got to switch, switch personal. Um, you know, just just happy, you know, it's, uh, it's rolling again, and, you know, we're, we're creating a lot of momentum with the power play, and, and winning some games lately with it, so it's, uh, you know, we just got to keep, keep it rolling. Couturier was then asked if he's running out of superlatives to use for Carter Hart and just how good he's been. Yeah, he's, he's been remarkable. Um, that save there at the end, there, um, you know, just, uh, he's making some, some, almost some miracles out there, and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's nice, it's nice to have him back there, you know, you know, he can, he can, he can steal one, and, um, uh, you know, uh, I'm just thankful they didn't form that, that far play. Finally, Couturier was asked if he could speak to the consistency in which the team is playing through the streak. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, we're obviously we're, we're a confident team right now. Um, we're making plays. Uh, we're not afraid to make plays. And, you know, when when we when we screw up or we turned over, guys battle hard to get it back. And uh, it's huge. Um, at the same time, you know, there's... There's times where we, we give up a lot of shots, but uh, you know, at the, I feel at crucial times, at crucial moments, guys are stepping up and getting the job done. So um, that's what you want at, at this time of the year. Nolan Patrick was asked a question that apparently confused him, so I'm just going to read it word for word from this transcript. Seems like you were flying around in this game. I talked to Scott, and he said he feels like now you want the puck now more than ever. Do you feel like that's a product of your play has been a product of wanting the puck more? Do you feel like wanting the puck more is a product of what you've been able to do recently? Nolan responded with this iconic answer. Holy, you're confusing me with that one. Yeah, I confused myself. Um, no, I usually just have one ham and cheese sandwich before the game today too, so I felt really good. Patrick was then asked how well his line is clicking. For a while, honestly, even before we started uh, producing some points, I thought we were getting a lot of good chances, and um, you know we were playing a good two-way game, so I think we've been uh, clicking pretty well. Patrick was asked if he's surprised by the success of Carter Hart. Yeah, uh, I played against him a few times in junior, and I obviously knew he was good, and he was um, 
you know, highly talked about, but I didn't know he was that good. He's going to be a superstar for a long time, so it's obviously nice to have him in here. Patrick was asked about his zone entry on the play that eventually led to Couturier's power play goal. Yeah, I just tried to change my speed a little bit and get the guy to come off the wall a bit, a bit so I could kick it out to TK. And, um, that's obviously an unbelievable pass by him. Good finish by Kutsi. Patrick was asked if the confidence from winning all of these games has leaked into the power play. Yeah, um, we've been working on it a lot. I think it's something that, uh, you know, Gordo's had us work on a lot more. And, um, it's obviously paying off. We've made some adjustments. And I think the biggest thing is uh, guys getting pucks back after shots and winning battles. And I think that's opened up a lot of chances for us. Patrick was asked if he believes the turnaround is due to confidence or consistency and work off the puck. Yeah, for sure. I think we obviously, uh, you know, made some adjustments to our systems. And, um, you know, I think everyone's bought in. And everyone's, uh, you know, doing their part in it, so it's working. Patrick was asked if there's a different vibe among the team rebounding from that goal against scored by Brock Besser. I don't know. It's one of the tougher dashes I've had three on all, and then it turns around it's yeah. a breakaway. But um, I don't know. I think everyone's kind of, you know, figured a way to, you know, work through it and, and not let one goal, uh, you know, shut us down. So that's just, uh, you know, the confidence of the team and uh, I think the maturity of everyone. Finally, Patrick was asked if inching closer to the playoff picture is something that the guys talk about. Um, obviously, it's in the back of your mind, but I think right now everyone's just taking it, uh, you know, one game at a time and um, just try to keep this rolling. Next, we have Scott Lawton, who was asked about the consistency the team is showing on the ice. Yeah, it's been good. Uh, tonight was kind of a patient game, I guess, and, and uh, I thought we did a good job throughout. And um, Hertz made a couple big saves there at the end and, and uh, came up huge for us. So he definitely uh, helped us out there at the end, but uh, complete effort from, from a lot of guys. Lawton was asked about that one spectacular save by Carter Hart. Yeah, I got a front row, uh, front row seat to that. So, kind of, I don't know what it hit off, but uh, he dove over there and made a great save. And I don't know, he just gives us life and and uh, makes a big save when we need it. And um, he's been huge for us uh, so far. But um, we got to keep it rolling here. Lawton was asked, even if he's not getting style points during a streak like this, do things just come together? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, earlier in the year, we were probably finding ways to lose in, in these games, and um, we found ways to win even when we're not playing our best. So um, I thought tonight we did a, a pretty solid job on, on some of their top guys and, and uh, kind of limited uh, their space and chances, and um, I thought we were good tonight. Lawton was then asked, how does he identify the things that he's not doing well even though the team is winning? Yeah, Gordo's, Gordo's been good. Uh, he, he keeps guys honest, and, and uh, he, he's uh, really attentive to detail. So um, I'm sure we'll watch video uh, in the, the coming days before Thursday and clean up some things, and, and uh, we'll go back at it. I know they had that barrage at the end that kind of wrapped up the shots, but it seemed like before then you guys were doing a pretty good mind. job keeping them to the outside. They were, they were taking, they had a lot of attempts, but there weren't, wasn't a ton in the way of quality. Yeah, I think that's uh, one of the things we've done a good job of is, is checking from, from uh, the middle out, I guess, and um, limiting their shots. Uh, I think our D had, um, I don't know how many blocks together, but uh, they've been doing a great job blocking shots and things like that, so um, got to continue. Lawton was asked about the injury to Alex Edler. Yeah, I've been through it, so... Um, yeah. 
it's not fun and, and uh, kind of makes you sick to your stomach and uh, to see him sliding on the ice like that uh, kind of looked like he was out cold but I'm not sure what happened but um, kind of takes uh, the breath out of you to, to see him go down like that and I uh, really hope he's okay kind of a freak accident and, and um, yeah hope the best for him. Does it take a few minutes for the teams to kind of get back to, to full speed after a play like that? Yeah I think so I think uh, when you see a guy go down like that, you never want to see someone get hurt, and, and especially when they're getting stretchered off and things like that. So, um, yeah, it's tough to, to get back in it, but you got a job to do, and you got to go out and do it. Lawton was asked if there's anything that he does differently or the same when the team is on a streak like this. Um, yeah, maybe a little bit of the same music, but uh, I don't know, uh, kind of keep it light and, and probably a little bit more pranks when, when you're winning and things like that, but um, same stuff that, that we've been doing all year and, and um, just a little bit more fun. Coot says he's not shaving. Same thing for you? Uh, I don't know. I never really shave, so uh, <laughs> we'll see. Jake Voracek, who had the second goal of the game on a beautiful breakaway, was also part of a much scarier moment when Alex Edler got his stick caught in Jake's skate. Jake was asked for comment on that situation. Well, it's obviously scary when you see something like that happen. You know, you don't want it to happen, but unfortunately it happens sometimes. So, uh, you know, we're just driving a net and uh, I felt a stick on my skate. After I didn't see anyone fall, so, uh, you know, it was, it, was, it was another good look after. So, you know, hopefully he's all right. On a lighter note, Voracek was asked if he's running out of ways to talk about his new goalie. No, I mean, he's a, you know, he's a humble guy that comes to work every day. And, uh, you know, he's given us a chance to win the game every single day. And, really want to and uh, obviously he's playing like he's 28 years old. Obviously. He has a lot of confidence right now, and uh, we have a lot of confidence in him as well. Just... Uh, and I'm sure there's going to be some bumps and bruises. You know, we got how many games left? What do we got? 29? 29. You know, if he's going to play like that for us, we're good. But uh, like I said, when he's given us those performances every single night, we have to find a way to win. Uh, we do so far, so yeah, obviously that's good. It was noted that Voracek and the other forwards have been taking more command lately. He was asked if this is something that the coach has implemented. Here we're just getting better. Obviously, that comes with uh, preparation, comes with confidence. Especially on a forecheck, you you know, when you skate better, you can't take more chances. I think that's what we're doing right now. Last, but certainly not least, we hear from Carter Hart. He's our baby. He's our goaltender of the future. He is Jesus. He was asked to walk us through the save on the power play with three minutes left to go. Uh, I don't know, I just kind of saw the play bounce out to the guy on the side and just dove across and was hoping it hit me and it did, so. Hart was asked if he heard the chants from fans in the stands. I did not know. Hold up. Before we get to the next question and the next quote, what? What? Carter Hart cannot hear us cheering for him. I was at that game. I heard the cheers. They were pretty loud, but apparently not loud enough. And this is a problem. Our best boy needs to know just how much we love and appreciate him. We need to do better as fans. This is our call to action. 
He can't hear us. We need to be louder. Hart was asked how it feels to have that many thousands of people cheering his name. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't really hear it, but um, I mean, during the game, I'm not trying to think about or hear. Like, I mean, you obviously can hear sometimes what the what the crowd's cheering or booing or whatever it is, but you don't really think about it. You just gotta keep playing your game. Hart was asked if the playoff chances seem a little more real now than they did at the All Star break. 100% for sure. Um, we just need to keep things rolling and keep climbing up. And um, I think if we just do our part and keep battling, um, I think things will work out for us. Hart was asked, when he's in the zone, does he feel the chaos around the net or is he too locked in and focused? Yeah, I mean, I think just trying to focus on the one play at a time and battle as much as I can. I mean, some plays... Uh, there's some loose pucks and everything, but the guys did a good job of boxing guys out and clearing pucks to the corner and got a couple key blocks there at the end. Um, so really just trying to compete. Hart was asked if the team feels different from when he was called up to now when they're kind of pushing for a playoff spot. Honestly, like, we're just having fun. Um, we're playing the game and we're playing the game hard. And you look at the last couple games here, I mean, some of the games aren't pretty, some are, but um, we just got to do whatever it takes to win. Last up, we have interim head coach Scott Gordon's press conference. Thanks again to our gal on the ground, Madeline Campbell, for collecting all of these quotes for us. Let's go Flyers. Yeah, well, an empty net goal would be nice to squeeze it in there, but, uh, you know, that's, I thought... Uh, you know, we had a couple uh, lapses in the second period, but right up until they had the power play, I don't know what the shots were, but um, I think they even got four shots on that one play where they thought was uh, they checked and reviewed for the goal. And then obviously they got a couple um, uh, long-range shots at the six-on-five, but for the most part, everything was outside. There's no second opportunities on the six-on-five, which is you know basically all you can do. And um, yeah, so I mean, it doesn't get any bigger than that save that he made on the power play for them. And um, I think. Uh, that was one of those plays where you're you're watching it happen, and you and you feeling it going in the net. And the next thing you know, everybody on the bench was like, "Wow!" The deficit's down to five. The guys saying, uh, "We just want to focus on each game." Is that what coach wants to hear? Well, 100 percent. And uh, you know, we're like I, <clears throat> I talked to the the, the players. Um, I forget which day it was. They all blended together, but I. You know, one of the things that uh, is important for us is every single game. Like even, I thought we had a great first period. I thought the second period um, we were getting away from uh, getting above the puck in the offensive zone and, and making uh, it easy for them to get out of their zone. And you know, nothing bad happened from them. They got a couple chances, um, and that's something that we haven't done, given up chances like that. And so I thought in the third period we were really good at not giving up those types of chances or those easy exits for Vancouver. And like I said, up until they got the power play, uh, you know, I, I didn't think at any point that, um, you know, we were going to be holding on for dear life. And, and then, you know, obviously they got the power play. And uh, for the most part, we did a pretty good job killing, but they got they get the one chance. And, um, you know, it just comes back to, to answer your question, to make sure that, uh, you know, we're just living in the moment here and take care of the, the game that's in hand. We play LA on Thursday. and. Um, we can't think about, you know, 
all right, we win this game, and then we got to win this game, and then we got to win this game, and then we're in, that type of thing. We've got a long way to go here, and uh, you know, one win tonight isn't going to put us in the playoffs. So the mindset's got to stay with just the game in hand. Did you only had the, uh, the secondary assist, but did you see Nolan's game take a, another step forward tonight? Yeah, I, I thought battles, he, everything. he was excellent tonight, and um, you know, outside of the timeout, uh, when they, I think it was with, there's a minute left because we had the TV, TV timeout at two and then they called the timeout about a minute left. Um, had they not called the timeout, he was going out there just because I, I felt like he, you know, he was doing all the right things. He was, uh, I thought his game was really sharp tonight and, and um, you know, he's starting to do more and more with the puck and playing with it and making uh, plays under pressure and finding people and, and uh, you know, simple thing in the third period. Uh, we talked about uh, our sentiment, making sure that when we're breaking out of our zone, coming underneath the puck and not getting, not anticipating the chip out, but anticipating that the puck is going to come back to you from the winger in our zone. And if it doesn't, if it turns over, you're in a good position defensively. And he did that in the third period, and, and it was a great play, play by him and Simmer. And um, that's a, a, you know, for me, that's just a, a, a baby step into being a better defensive player, just recognizing that situation. How much is a left wing Carter game, you guys, when uh, he makes that save on the power play? But do you notice that him giving this whole, this whole team a lift just by his presence out there from first minute to last buzzer? Yeah, every every, every team that's successful is going to have a goaltender that is going to give you a lift at some point in the game. And, you know, obviously him being 20 years old, it's even more substantial because you're. I don't want to say we're expecting him to fail, but you 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 just find it hard to believe that somebody his age could come in and do what he's been able to do so far. And, uh, and again, it's a huge time to save. You know, he, he, I'm sure he would have probably played the one he gave up in the second period differently. But in saying that, look how he responds after, and that's uh, that goes beyond uh, just being technically sound as a goaltender. Uh, it goes on to what your makeup is as a person and, and how you be able to handle adversity and, and when things go wrong for you. Back to that certain play, um, span of six, seven seconds, we down to three nothing and then it goes to, to two one. Did you sense that they sort of built any sort of momentum off that and then how do you think your guys responded as a result? For sure they did and um, you know that, that that's probably been the only time where I felt like uh, and I addressed this after the second period We've done a lot of good things over the stretch here, uh, but one of the things that we got away from in the second period was making sure that we took care of the house in front of our net and make, not making it easy for them to go the length of the ice uh, from the offensive zone. And we did that you know, probably four or five times, and we gave up some shots in the slot that we shouldn't give up. And uh, that's nothing more than just um, being diligent about taking care of what's most important, and that's the slot area. Gudis is a guy who's known for his hitting game, boxing out in front, those kind of things. Is it also fair to say, though, that things like his gaps and his stick on puck plays are in a really good place? Yeah, he's, uh, you know, not just having good gaps, but he puts himself in positions where he's confident enough that even with those tight gaps, he can pivot and go after a guy and catch him in the corner <coughs> before he can get the opportunity to take it to the net. And that's something that, you know, you, you've got to be able to, uh, uh, one, be able to pivot, to skate, and then three, be able to have the strength to, to push the guy off so that he can't, you know, cut in around you and, and go to the net. And he's got all three of those, and um, he's he's been excellent. I I can't say enough about the way he's played. You mentioned uh, going in there and talking to them about there in the front porch, something that you didn't think was going well. How easy 
more difficult is it to oh, sorry well, I was just going to say it's the whole house. We're not just dealing with the porch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, when, when you're in the midst of a winning streak like this, and you know people can see maybe no consequences, how do you get them to see a consequence for something that's they're not all five nothing shutouts? So, uh, how do you fix some things that you see going wrong along the way? Well, it's it's not really a hard fix. It, I mean, they were on the bench, and, and you know even at one point, Simmer saying, "Hey, we're giving up the RF3." Uh, you know, you, you see uh, best. Uh, Bosser, that's right. Take that shot from the slot, and, and we're two guys behind the net. We've got two guys over on the boards. We've got one guy outside the zone. But that's got we got to put a premium on that. And and like I said, we've been, you know, I, we haven't given up chances like that in a while. And you know, that's the the type of thing that uh, it doesn't take a whole lot of uh, energy to do that. It's just a matter of being diligent about being there. Last game, Borovia uh, didn't see any, any ice time in the second half of the game. Tonight, you have him out there with 10 minutes left. You guys are up by one. Mm -hmm. What did you see in his game tonight that maybe wasn't there two months ago? Um, well, it, the other night was kind of a, right. a, a strange game, like I said. It started off with uh, six minutes of special teams in the first 12 minutes. Um, I wanted to have Coots line out against uh, their top line. And so there were instances where we got out of those uh, special teams and, you know, Coots was back on the ice, which might have been, you know, Barovia's um, shift. So, you know, then the shifts that uh, he had, you know, there wasn't a whole lot going on for him. Uh, and some some uh, reads that uh, probably needed to be better. The effort was there, and I didn't I didn't have to question that. Uh, and so tonight, those those guys, I thought they, they all played well. Um, so that's why they, they all played, and, and well, not so much rap, but obviously you know, Misha and uh, Phil and other ones that didn't play much the other night. So, um, so they, it was just a different type of game. The way that the, the penalties and the power plays were going, and and uh, I, I didn't have to. You know, we we got behind. Uh, we got behind in um, that game, so it was it was a different situation where you know I showed the bench and pretty much went with ten forwards. Former goalie, assuming you appreciated that save as much as anyone, how do you make a save like that? You know what? Um, you know, one of the things uh, to make a save like that is a couple things. You have to be technically sound before that shot's even going to be taken. So when whatever whatever it was a rebound or hit somebody, I can't remember, but when that rebound goes there, his technique of going down and how he makes a save and how he recovers is one part of it. Um, the second part of it is his ability to track the puck and, and follow that puck off of whether it hit him or somebody in front, see where it goes. So right away, his head is going in the direction. So that puck comes at him like this, the puck goes over here. Some goalies might have just you know, looked down and you know, scrambled around. Look, the minute that left that area, it went over there. His eyes went right to it. So now, right away, his head is going in the direction of the puck, and now it becomes that's the time when you say, you know what, this is time for a desperation save. Thanks, everyone.